Hey, good morning. It's Patricia Murphy. It's Tuesday. This is Seattle Now. The new year means a bunch of new laws on the books, including quite a few for employers. Workers' rights got some real traction in 2022, and this year, Washington's workforce will experience some changes, including a higher minimum wage. Pluribus staff writer and Inside Olympia host Austin Jenkins is here to break it all down for us. But first, let's get you caught up. When Congress convenes today, Washington Senator Patty Murray will assume two powerful positions. Murray will be sworn in as Senate President Pro Tem, the first woman in the role, which is third in line for the presidency. The six-term senator was nominated to replace retiring Vermont Senator Patrick Leahy. Murray will also take over as head of the Senate Appropriations Committee, which directs billions of dollars in spending. Public Health Seattle King County released an assessment and analysis of its response to the COVID-19 pandemic. The report called for, among other things, more focus on adequate staffing for public health teams and increasing access to testing and vaccines for differently abled people. Successes include public health's accessible and informative COVID-19 dashboard and its translation services. Even this report is available in a dozen languages. And that's a wrap for the holidays. Time to get that tree out of there. The city is offering free disposal until the end of the month. Just put it out with your yard waste. Alternatively, you can drop off your tree at a city transfer station. But remember, you got to get it done before February 1st. Hello, 2023. If your New Year's resolution is to get a new job or start a side hustle, you'll want to hear this. Washington State has new rules around everything from salary transparency to overtime pay for agriculture workers. Friend of the show, Austin Jenkins, is here to talk about the changes and what they mean for workers and employers. He's a staff writer at Pluribus News and host of Inside Olympia on TVW. Happy New Year, Austin. Really appreciate you taking the time. Happy New Year to you, too, and thanks for having me on, Patricia. Let's start with a big new law, pay transparency. It's going to get a lot easier to know if you can afford to apply for that job now. Tell me a little bit about how the new law will be applied. Yeah, and that's the whole idea behind this, knowing before you get the job, whether it's a pay range that would be acceptable to you. So here's how this works. With the start of the new year, businesses with 15 or more employees now must include in their job postings the following information, salary range or pay scale, a general description of all of the benefits offered, and they need to identify if there's any other compensation that might come with this job. And the law is pretty prescriptive about these pay scales. They're not allowed to do open-ended phrases such as up to a certain amount or no top range, they actually have to put a scale, a minimum and a maximum in there. And this is also information that needs to be made available to a current employee who is being promoted or transferred to a new position. Really interesting that the law also requires workers in similar jobs to be paid equitably, Austin. And California, New York, and Colorado have enacted similar laws. How might this change hiring for companies and job seekers? Well, you make a good point. You know, when this law was being debated in the legislature, a big focus was on pay equity and traditionally marginalized workers, namely women and people of color. The sponsors and the backers of this law said that this would make Washington more competitive for job seekers 
at a time when employers are struggling to recruit and retain workers, but they also said that this would create a more level playing field and address equity issues, noting the history of, in particular, women and people of color paying a price for trying to negotiate salary and benefits. Now, opponents countered that this would be a burden, especially in smaller employers, but the prevailing thought when this passed was, if this information is made available upfront when you're applying for the job, not after you get it, it puts workers, and especially historically marginalized workers, in a better and stronger position. Austin, in other labor news, Washington state is leading the way in state minimum wage this year with an increase of 9%. What will most workers be paid in 2023? Washington is one of 27 states where the minimum wage is going up in 2023. I want to attribute that to reporting by my colleague at Pluribus News, Sophie Quinton, who looked at the national map here. So Washington's minimum wage for 2023 is now 1574 per hour. That applies to workers ages 16 and older. And that puts Washington in league with California, Massachusetts, and Connecticut as having the highest state minimum wages in the nation. But Patricia, what's symbolically significant here is that this is the first time Washington's minimum wage will eclipse $15 an hour. And that's the threshold that SEIU, the union, and other advocates have been pushing for for more than a decade. Remember the slogan, 15 now? It was a 2016 statewide voter initiative that put Washington on the path to $15 an hour. Now it's arrived. But here's a couple things to consider. Many service industry and fast food jobs are already paying well above that. So this really is a floor, but not necessarily indicative of the going rate. Also, just for contrast, and again, to kind of look at what's happening nationally, Washington's minimum wage is now more than double the federal rate of $7.25 an hour, which has not increased since 2009. And get this, $7.25 an hour is also still the minimum wage in 20 states across the nation. And of course, we can't talk about minimum wage without talking about Seattle, SeaTac, and Tukwila, where wages will be even higher than the state minimum. You're exactly right. Cities are allowed to exceed the state minimum wage. And remember, the $15 an hour fight in Washington actually began in SeaTac a decade ago with an SEIU-backed ballot measure that was aimed mostly at low-wage workers whose jobs were tied to SeaTac Airport. So for 2023, SeaTac's minimum wage for hospitality and transportation workers is $19 an hour. Last fall, voters in Tukwila overwhelmingly approved a measure to essentially match the SeaTac rate for larger employers. Seattle's minimum wage, now $16.50 an hour, up to $18.69 an hour, depending on the job. But here's the reality check. If you're living in Central Puget Sound and if you are making minimum wage, you are still struggling to get by because of the very high cost of living. Yeah, it doesn't pencil out, Austin. It's math, not magic in a lot of cases. Austin, lots of people working in the gig economy these days, and there are some new rules to protect rideshare drivers that went into effect Sunday. What's changing there? It means that drivers for companies like Lyft and Uber have new rights and protections, including the right to minimum trip pay, paid sick time, workers' compensation coverage, and protection from retaliation for exercising these rights. This could mean a pretty significant increase in the rates that they're getting paid. There'll also be a new driver resource center, which will assist drivers if they are removed from a company's app and not allowed to drive anymore and want to appeal that. But this law is not without controversy because while it gave these drivers new rights, 
It also establishes them as independent contractors as opposed to employees. And in fact, Patricia, this law was seen as something of a compromise to head off a potential ballot measure from the rideshare companies themselves. Fascinating, Austin. You know, as you mentioned, we are the first state to create this minimum pay standard for these gig workers. Are we a maverick or a trendsetter here? Uh, Probably a trendsetter. You know, at the macro level, there's this ongoing battle over whether gig workers should be considered employees or independent contractors. And we've seen that fight play out in California and more recently in Massachusetts. But this Washington law, which you know could be viewed as a compromise, some could view it as a capitulation because, again, it's sort of enshrining and categorizing these workers in law as independent contractors. But this template, if you will, is likely to be pushed in other states. It has been billed as a workers' right measure, but again, it also represents a win for the company. So, you know, there are going to be those who think that this is a great solution, and there are going to be think, those who think that this is really, at the end of the day, benefiting the companies, not the drivers. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out in actuality on the road, as you will. Yeah. Yeah, especially since they've become such a big part of our economy, Austin. Let's continue with our labor conversation. There are also some changes in overtime eligibility for ag workers. What's changed there? The backstory on this is that historically, ag workers were exempt from overtime rules. That changed with passage of a 2021 law that expanded overtime protections to all workers in the ag sector. For this year, agricultural workers must work at least 48 hours in a work week before earning overtime. And then beginning in 2024, overtime eligibility will start after 40 hours in a work week, which is, you know, what we tend to think of as a normal work week. And 48 hours feels like a lot more than just simple overtime at that point. Absolutely. And I will note that we often think of service jobs as the jobs where people are most vulnerable to being exploited. But the ag industry is often out of sight and out of mind, especially when you live in in a more urban area. But agricultural workers are particularly vulnerable to being exploited. You know, it's a heavily immigrant workforce, often undocumented, and the workers often live on site, live where they work. Now, that's not to say that people who run farms and run ag operations are trying to exploit their workers, but there's the potential for that exploitation. And there's also the perhaps a higher potential for it to go unnoticed or for the workers to not have the same resources or agency to take action when that's happening. Yeah. Looking ahead, Austin, what's coming up in this legislative session that might be interesting or beneficial to workers? You know, we're in the midst of what might be viewed as a slow moving or maybe it's a very fast moving labor crisis. And it's not just here in Washington, it's nationally. We know the baby boomers are retiring and the workforce of tomorrow simply isn't materializing. COVID caused huge disruptions and shifts. The younger generation of workers has different expectations about the nature of work. And this is a profoundly vexing issue that state lawmakers all over the country are grappling with, whether it's a shortage of welders for electric boat in Rhode Island, a lack of correctional officers in West Virginia, a need for ferry boat workers here in Washington state, or anywhere you look, a shortage of nurses. <laughs> they are in super short supply. There are no easier fast fixes, Patricia, but this is a problem that is definitely on the minds of state legislators heading into this new year. How do you build that pipeline of workers? There's a lot of ideas out there, no quick or easy solutions. Austin Jenkins, really appreciate your insight. Thank you for having me and happy new year. 
Austin Jenkins is a staff writer at Pluribus News and host of Inside Olympia on TVW. Really appreciate it, man. Thanks for listening to Seattle Now. Today's episode was produced by Vaughn Jones. The show is also produced by Caroline Chamberlain Gomez, Claire McGrain, Jenny Cecil Moore, and Brandy Fullwood. Matt Jorgensen does our theme music. Seattle Now and KUOW Public Radio are members of the NPR Network. It's an independent coalition of public media podcasters. You can find more shows in the network wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Patricia Murphy. See you tomorrow.